Hi, welcome back to Rorick Knows Podcast, helping you become a better you. Well, I'm really honored and pleased to have with me today Dr. Ash Gavami, a world expert in body contouring surgery and an amazing board-certified plastic surgeon from L.A. Ash, welcome. Ron, always a pleasure to talk to you on any topic. Good. And Ash is the current president of the Rhinoplasty Society. He's an, he's an expert rhinoplasty surgeon and a superb body contouring surgeon, board certified, of course, by the American Board of Plastic Surgeons. And he's also uh, a clinical associate prof assistant professor at UCLA. He's the co-director of the aesthetic uh, training program uh, in California, and he just gives back. I love that. So Ash, let's talk about Let's talk about some of the favorite topics in L.A., you know, and you're very famous. You've, you've trademarked the S-curve. What is the yes. S-curve? <laughs> well, the S-curve, honestly, it came out of frustration uh, back, you know, when, you know, I trained, uh, for the viewers that didn't hear the last one, um, I trained under Rod uh, Rorick decades ago almost, <laughs> and we don't, we weren't doing any buttock fat no. transfers, any buttock surgery back then. The only buttock surgery we were doing was direct butt lifts for massive weight loss patients or you know correcting decubitus ulcers so um but what that does it allows us to know the anatomy intimately so if you have an interest in this field as i did when i came to la i just thought shaping the body 180 degrees was not enough we needed to go 360 and not neglect the backside and for me personally i think the buttock contouring in a female silhouette is critical to uh, full body shaping so at the time in California and in LA, there were not a lot of surgeons doing this surgery at all. There were no safety concerns then because we didn't have a large volume to even analyze and see what if there were issues, which we should definitely talk about. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so I just started extrapolating what I learned from you and Steve Bird and others about how to fat transfer the face. I just made, I just used larger instruments and did the same thing to the buttock and right. learned more as I got along. And right away, I started lecturing about it, writing about it. I came to Dallas. I think the first lecture I gave on Esker was probably like maybe 2008 or right. nine or something like that. And I call it Esker because the term that people know of BBL, I, at this point, I call it a basic butt lift. And also, <laughs> if you want to call it, if you want to call it a Brazilian butt lift, it's, uh, you know, I love Brazil. People don't country. want, the Brazilians don't like that. They don't. Exactly. Yeah. And, and why should one credit one country, you know, we don't call it the Texas breast augmentation, yeah. although we might want to, but why should one country get all the credit for such a beautiful procedure? So I called it S-curve because to me, it's more descriptive. It's a concavity and a convexity joining undulating curve that's transitioning from concavity to convexity in a natural way, and it creates an S. And now, for safety reasons, S could also stand for subcutaneous, which means under the skin and not over the uh, not under the muscle. It could also stand for safety. Right. Um, so you can get into that. So S curve is really more descriptive, in my opinion. And that's why I trademarked. Great. That's great. So, so tell us about the 360 S curve, and and why is it so different than uh, what people have thought about for body contouring in the past. I mean, it's really been a, it's been a game changer. You along with Alfredo Hoyas and Dale Vecchio really changed this whole field. Yeah, I mean, um, the advent of some uh, little better cannula systems and uh, nice, uh, better safe canister systems and fat collection systems throughout the years allowed us to do uh, as much volume as we need and to most importantly, remove the fat 
well. So the number one thing you need to do, in, our, in my opinion, to be a good buttock fat transfer shaping surgeon is to be a good liposuction surgeon. Right. The best surgeons that do this are the best at liposuctioning. So those that know how to remove correctly know how to add it back in correctly. And it's the same moves, same cannula strokes, the same principles of cross tunneling, right. um, leaving back. You, you taught us, and I still right. say this in my consults, with body contouring and liposuction, it's not what you take, it's what you leave behind. And so what you leave behind, especially in the abdomen and areas of high definition matters because you create these shadows, highlights, and what I call hills and valleys rather than a flat robotic abdomen. I do the same thing with tummy tucks. It's, it's creating silhouettes, but it's really finishing the job and going back 360 and going around the globe and around the, the female silhouette. And I do males as well, but um, really starting from the shoulders, back of the arms, uh, exploiting and, and, and really delineating out the tricep belly muscles and the uh, axilla edge, which women love, Rod, as you know, women yep. love to see their bones. Right. So like getting the anterior iliac spine area to just shine and getting that V cut right. in those that you're possible. So when you hit a home run and you body contour precisely that, like that, and then you add fat to the buttock and you lift it and rejuvenate it and yes some people want increased size but it's really about it making sense and fitting the silhouette and then um you know size is a whole thing we can talk about but just like with breast augmentation it's not about size this isn't one shape fits all like starbucks where you got like <laughs> your venti and your you know you're large and you're tall it's a different shape on everybody um, and it's not about size and i've always advocated not making the butts too big because guess what? Gravity always wins. We can't defy the laws of physics yet. So um, I was always a promoter from day one and not making them too big. So I attracted a large celebrity clientele because they would be fired from half their movies and gigs if they looked ridiculous. Yep, that's true. So tell us about that. So, I mean, you do have a lot of celebrities in, in your clientele and stuff. So, so how do you manage that in your practice and also, uh, you know, with the S shape? And I, I think it's truly phenomenal. I, I can see when you're talking, you get, you're very spirited and you, you, lo you love that. That's good. Yeah. It's like... Uh, I have one right here for you. Oh, yeah, there you are. <laughs> there. It's great. A little bit big on the butt, but nice. Yeah, it is. So, well, you know, she has a lot of lordosis. She's sticking it out. Oh, okay. This I guess how you fake it on the gram when you uh, stick it out too much and you're faking it. This is when you can't afford an S curve and you have to you have push to, your butt. Out. You have to push your butt out. Push okay. your butt out and, and finagle the picture angle. I know, but you're yeah. not faking it until you make it. You've made it, so you don't have to fake it. So, so tell us about that. So, how do you manage uh, that patient population in in, in L.A.? That's a challenge. It is. And, uh, you know, the biggest challenge is that, you know, I always tell them, you know, your body, your genetics and your healing capacity does not know who you are of course because they think that, you know, they're going to heal differently. They're going to be ready for red carpet or the next audition within three days of their S curve. So the number one thing I have to do is decrease their expectations when it comes to recovery time. Once I, I pass that hurdle and they cancel on us five times and they finally find their hiatus or the writers go on strike again or whatever happens, they come in and then I, I do a lot of drawings. So I like to actually, you know, draw the, the silhouette and show patients, you know, just like I'll show you right now on this pad. So what I do is I go ahead and I draw out the buttock and I, I map out, you know, where they're going to put their fat. So I'll show them a, a, a image like this. Right. 
And actually, this is being published. It, it's been published already in uh, clinics. But you know, I letter I letter system the areas, and this is A one, and this is C. So we talk about it in forms of simplistic letters. So right. you have A, you have B in the hip dip. If they want expansion out here and they want more of the JLo silhouette, then a lot more in C coming all the way down, sometimes to the knees. Right. And then some people have a cleft here with their ligaments, which right. we talked about. So communication visually, setting expectations, and then I always, and most of the ones that are in front of the camera, they're actually actresses and, and want to do things. And right now, the last year and a half to two years, the trend's been smaller. Right. Thank God. Thank goodness. You know, yeah. The ones that want them really, really big, they're not really the big celebrities. They're usually, you know, either only fans or they have a niche for that or there's, they're, you know, dancers. Uh, and we're not talking ballet um, you know, uh, in Miami or something. <laughs> so the communication is going to be different with them. And I will do that just like you may put in 500 CC high profile implants here and there if someone twists your arm. But in general, people come to me because they want to look natural and, and they, they don't want to lose their job and be fired from, you know, uh, from their production company. Yeah, no, that, that's a great explanation. And also, you know, you don't want to go outside your aesthetic boundaries. I think that's really important, yeah. right? You know, you don't want to do crazy stuff. Yeah, so I think we operate within our taste, you know. Right. Um, some, some surgeons, maybe their own wife has a buttock in a different zip code, and they think it's okay. So they're going to obviously have patients they're going to do that with, then why would they not? So my aesthetic is a certain way, yours is a certain right. way, and that's why matching the patient with the surgeon i talk about that matching process a lot it's really important uh, yep. and that's and that's you see how that you find your... and you see that on your social media you see it in your office staff i mean you know you go to somebody and they got big lips and big i mean that's not a good journal you know exactly I, I had one of my office staff you know cheat on us and because i didn't have the time i was so busy and went elsewhere and came back with lips that were five times bigger and i'm like listen I don't want to offend you. I don't need you to call the employment law office or any, I mean, employment uh, law lawyers or anything. But can we please dissolve some of that down? Because <laughs> people are going to think I did it. Exactly. And, and you yeah. know, that's not uncommon to see. And you say, listen, you, you got to, you know, you got to look, look the look that I like. Yeah. And, and, you exactly. know, it's really it's important because people people say that. Hey, so listen, I, I like how your receptionist looks or whatever. Yeah. Um, Last surgery is very subjective. Right. Yeah. It is very subjective. And that's why. People come to you, like you mentioned, because they like your taste. They also like, you know, what you do, and they like your before and afters on. And really, it's social media. And tell us a little yeah. bit about that, because I think, you know, especially, you know, like your, the way you show your S curves on social media, it's not just the photo. It's telling you the dynamics, just like you're talking to today. And the patient's very articulate about that. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's it's tough because we talked a little bit about shadow banning and, you know, social media is not a huge fan of plastic surgery for some reason uh, of, of the body. Um, uh, maybe that'll change, but uh, I don't care. I still post what I need to to show my work, but I like to show the befores as much as I can through video, the marking process. And, you know, I vary it. Sometimes I'll just show an after, right. pop up a few befores, I'll show the after with some of the lights off and the the headlights on the buttock in the operating room right away just to show that unbelievable transformation it's nice to see the process just like in cooking shows you know they'll <laughs> they'll have the turkey in the oven but they're showing you a raw turkey and how they rub it 
on the show and then they'll bring out the cooked one but that people want to see the process right so um and that's one of the beautiful things about social media is you know you're you're really displaying your artwork and and artists do this now too in order to sell their art some of them on instagram will show their stroke patterns and how they select their paint colors and it's become a very um uh sharing type of world where people really just want to give you the ins and outs and people could almost become experts in something by just watching YouTube at this point. So as long as you're not shadow banned, you know, you can show your work out there. And I've been a proponent of that as you have been for a long time. And video is my favorite format. Yep. No, no, I agree. I agree. Video is it's hard to cheat on a video. It really is. Yeah. I mean, you can do anything yeah. else and we see so much of that. So, yeah. so, so Ash, tell us about uh, some advice you have for the viewers that are seeking to get body contouring by an excellent plastic surgeon. Tell us what are the things they need to look for, no matter what part of the country. I mean, obviously, L.A. or wherever. Tell us what, what you know, to really get, because there's a lot of confusion out there. And it's all about safety. And we should talk about that as we wrap yeah. up. Well, yes, exactly. Well, as far as searching, you know, it's the same as anything else. Make sure in your region, the person's board certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. Make sure they don't have a thousand lawsuits and 500 deaths and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, they shouldn't have any deaths. But um, in general, you want to just look in your region a little bit, kind of research. You should always, I think, you know, give your local surgeon at least a chance. Find one person near you because um, traveling is cumbersome. And if you ever have an issue and you have to travel and do Zooms and send photos via email, it's pretty complicated, especially if you're traveling outside of the country. Right. To be honest with you, at this stage of the game, we have such good surgeons in the U.S. I don't think anyone should have to travel outside the U.S. for anything, unless it's really a price issue. Um, and then we get into safety. If you are traveling, or even if you're finding someone local um, in in your area, you know the the buttock safety thing has been blown out of proportion. Of course, you know tummy tucks have higher complication rates than buttock surgery does, but buttock surgery is more fun to talk to because there's no celebrities famous for their tummy tuck. So uh, <laughs> buttocks capture the uh, ha capture headlines more than oh, guess right. who had a tummy tuck? People are going to be like, all right, switch the channel. Yeah. So. For buttocks, you know, right now, as you know, uh, you've been a lot, large part of these studies. I did the ligament study and right. knowing how to blend the different fat compartments, the layers, the depths and staying above the muscle fascia is key to safety. Um, you don't even need to go under the muscle to improve the aesthetics because the muscle is going to hold you in check. Your right. fat's going to be trapped. So it's not going to even be an aesthetic advantage. So there's zero reason to go under the muscle. That's number one. Number two, when you uh, have an ultrasound handy so you can confirm where you are, and if you're novice and starting out, use that ultrasound through the majority of the uh, surgery, I think that's my opinion on that. Um, and you know, your surgeon should have really good results under their belt, look them up, um, make sure they do a large number of cases and that you like their aesthetic taste in the buttock shaping and it doesn't look like the butt's huge and the legs are small they're matching <laughs> proportions and that's how i would look for it yep yep great prudent words uh from dr ash Kavami from la very good excellent uh great summary of the s curve what it is what it what what it, it can do for patients and i thank you for your time and let, give us your comments and, and questions, and uh, we'll relate those to Dr. Kavami. And again, thank you, uh, Ash, for joining us this evening, and have a great, great holiday season. Thank okay. you, too, Rob. Enjoy right. your turkey. Take care. You bet. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye.